Welcome to the Cryptocurrency Teens podcast, a podcast aimed to educate teens on cryptocurrency and financial literacy. Each episode features thought leaders in the crypto and blockchain industry or inspiring entrepreneurs from the business world who share their career journeys and words of wisdom for teenagers. I'm Abigail Lee, the host of this podcast series, the founder of CryptocurrencyTeens.com and a junior in high school from New York City. For this episode, I'm excited to interview Nadra Roberts. Nadra is the CEO and Chief Visionary Officer of one of the first African-American-owned brick-and-mortar cryptocurrency exchanges in the county crypto blockchain plug located in Englewood, California. Nadra has 10-plus years counseling thousands of inner-city youth, business professionals, athletes, and families in the cryptocurrency and financial education space. Nadra strives to live a life of relevancy and purpose through service to others and has quickly become a revered figure in online communities like Clubhouse. A highly gifted motivational speaker, educator, philanthropist, and leader in her community, Nadja has made it her personal goal through her social influence to change narratives, raise bars, and set standards. She continues to remain fearlessly devoted to making a difference in communities across the nation through education and advocation of generational wealth. Hi, Nadja. Welcome to our podcast. Hello, Abby. I'm so excited to be on here and I am so proud of you. I'm just smiling the whole time you're talking. I feel like it's my daughter, but you're doing an incredible job. So congratulations to you and thank you for having me. Yeah, no, the pleasure is all mine. Thank you so much for being here. Um, why don't we get started then? I see that you are the chief visionary officer at Crypto Blockchain Plug. Can you tell us more about your company and your role there? So I, as you stated, have this brick and mortar spot. And I know a lot of people are like, well, what does that mean? So as you all know, cryptocurrency is 100% online, but I really felt the need to have an actual place where people could come in, buy and sell cryptocurrency, get educated, maybe get what we would call a white glove service, just a little bit of help. Because, you know, we got some of those old folks. No, we won't call them old folks. We'll call them seasoned folks that are not so technologically savvy and they need a little bit of assistance. And so they're able to come into our location and get all the help they need with setting up wallets and just get, I mean, just anything you can think of, we do for the community right there at our location. And what was your inspiration for starting this? Well, I know in a lot of communities, inner city communities, where people are marginalized, where people don't have a lot of money, I know that there's not a lot of education in those communities. And as a result, that would mean that those particular individuals would not be able to participate in this new ecosystem, this new blockchain, this new cryptocurrency, this new NFT market. And if we don't meet the people where they are, they won't get the information and they're gonna continue to be in poverty and continue to really need some assistance. So we thought we'd get ahead of it and just start early in the community. So what services do you provide? So we have all kinds of fun type educational things. So we have something uh, for the children. Uh, It's called Crypto Kids Camp. And that Crypto Kids Camp runs during summer breaks, winter breaks, and spring breaks. And they're super fun. Again, uh, it sounds like it's for kids, but it's for 5 to 17. And we do age-appropriate things to really help the children Uh, understand these emerging technologies. So that's one thing that we're doing for the children specifically. Then as it relates to uh, adults, we do things like 
for the parents, for the mothers. We do wine, women, and crypto. Um, we also do events like on the block, or we have things like Bitcoin business basics. So we help business owners understand how to accept Bitcoin in, uh, the, in their everyday business. Now, how and why that's important is because you may as you know, you may have some of your studio audience, some of you are teenagers, I know, some of you are even younger, but some of you have your own businesses. And how can you start to accept Bitcoin right now today? If somebody has it to give to you, you can literally open up a wallet and in that wallet, you can download a QR code and you can print it out on a sheet of paper and you can start to accept Bitcoin for everything that you do. And so we started really educating every different person in the community from the children to the adults to the business owners to the barber shops to the beauty shops to just make people sure people understand and that's what we do on a daily basis right and do you believe that there's a connection between generational wealth and cryptocurrency and do you have any initiatives to kind of change this narrative so as it relates to generational wealth uh, I come from the inner city parts of Los Angeles um, and generational wealth for the most part does not exist, has not existed. And the difference that I see that cryptocurrency brings is for the first time in history, we actually have an option before I don't feel like before 2009, I don't feel like we had a real option because all of the financial services uh, instruments that we use, and some of you may have heard of them, life insurance, which life insurance is very important. There are some things when you go to work that they're going to offer you a 401k. It's a retirement plan to help you learn and think about saving and retiring. There's you, um, you know, you got teenagers, you're all are teenagers, you know that somebody's got to pay for you to go to college. So there's the, their college funds. Uh, all of those things were put in place. And yes, they do work. But to the magnitude that we need them to work to actually give us generational family wealth, I don't think that those platforms are sufficient. So after 2009, when Bitcoin came along, it gave me the understanding and knowledge that we absolutely do now have an option and a choice to work on to close uh, what we call a wealth gap because some people have a lot more money than others, but also to help us so that the wealth that we gain in this life, we can use it and enjoy it and live, but we also have enough to pass down to our children and our children's children. And that's what is really critically important that even if you're 17 or you're 18 or you're 20 and you're thinking about generational wealth, you need to understand that it's a lot deeper than you and going out and buying the next, the latest purse or the, the latest pair of tennis shoes or you know, have driving that Ferrari, all of that is awesome and you can do it, but you need to be building up so that you're comfortable and that as you grow into adulthood and you start to have children, that your family is comfortable as well. So that's really important. So cryptocurrency gives us that opportunity, in my opinion. 
So what initially sparked your interest in cryptocurrency and why did you join this industry? So I joined this industry coming from traditional financial services. So I was working, helping and selling life insurance, talking to people about their retirement and just got really fed up with looking at, you know, when you all go to Walmart, next time you look, look up and see that there's somebody's grandmother at the door checking the receipts. Um, and it just was troubling to me that those should be jobs for people that are in high school or college. When you go to Jack in the Box or McDonald's, it shouldn't be old people working in there. It should be young people like you. It should be you know, high schoolers or college students that are trying to get through in college. McDonald's should not have been or should not be a career choice. So I knew that something was wrong. Um, when I was in college, those were the jobs that we get. But now you go, you go to McDonald's and you see somebody 50, 60, 70 years old saying, welcome to McDonald's. Can I take your order? Something is wrong with that. Our system has not worked properly for those people. And for you new generational folks growing up, coming through, we call you millennials. Uh, we call you Gen X, whatever we call you. You all do not have to succumb to the type of uh, career choices that we are forced to at our older ages because we didn't know what you're going to have privilege to know, not just today because we're going to share some of these things with you, but just know that there's so much out there, so much more for you out there that you can do so much better than the generation before you. Um, so you mentioned helping the elderly. Do you have, like, what programs do you have to support them? So we have Bitcoin for baby boomers. So if you have a, a, a grandparent or a parent that is a baby boomer, they can come on Clubhouse. And every Tuesday we have Bitcoin for baby boomers. And we really try to help baby boomers understand um, about cryptocurrency and some of those things. You did ask me a question, Libby, that I wanted to, to bring forward because I didn't think about it till just a second ago. One of the plans that we definitely have uh, in place is that we get families to purchase at least 1 million Satoshis. So what does that mean? A Satoshi is the smallest increment of a Bitcoin. Just like there are pennies inside of a dollar, specifically, a hundred pennies inside of a dollar. There are a hundred million Satoshis inside of a Bitcoin. So what we're asking is that every youth, every, every child, every parent has one million Satoshis. So what does that mean? A million Satoshis cost approximately $480 today based on the price of Bitcoin. And maybe you don't have $480, but sometimes you get $5 for allowance or $10 for an allowance. Just whip open your cash app and purchase $10 worth of Satoshis. And every time you think of it or every time you get some extra money, you buy more Satoshis and more Satoshis until you become the holder of 1 million Satoshis. Do you think there's any like safety issues with young teenagers investing in Bitcoin at such like an early age? So I think the only risk is a human risk. And the reason I say that is because your Bitcoin or your cryptocurrency is only as safe as you make it. 
So if you keep it on the exchange, which is an absolute no-no, you have the risk of losing your Bitcoin. But if you get into some of these classes and you start to learn how to properly store your Bitcoin, you should have no issues. You want to purchase something called a ledger, a ledger or a trezor, and that is a cold storage wallet where you store your Bitcoin. If you store your Bitcoin there and you are responsible and you hold on to your passwords and your key phrases and everything that you need, you will never have an issue with security. Right. And going back to your career journey, what was your career journey like to get into the crypto industry? And did you face any challenges or obstacles as someone without a technical background in programming coding? Well, I definitely do not have a background in technical, in technical, technical, start that over. I do. Well, I do not have a degree, as you stated, in any technological field at all. So the challenges were many, but if you stay true to who you are and what your goal is and purpose, you will succeed. And I'm not saying I'm as successful as I want to be, but I never give up. I keep trying. I put my best foot forward. But because I know your audience, Abby, I'd like to share something with you all. You have the best opportunity in your life right now to become an entrepreneur. Because when you're trying to build a business or you come up with a business idea, someone is going to see your age because you're going to put it out there. I'm so-and-so. As long as you can always say something teen on there, People are going to give you the shirts off their back. And I used to tell my daughter, utilize your age. Say you're 18. I'm 18 and I have this business. I'm 19 and have this business. Because by the time it gets to I'm 20 and I have this business, it puts you in another realm. (laughs) So use your age to your advantage to get the things done that you need to get done. And, um, you know, there are going to be challenges. Being in business for yourself is not an easy job, but it is doable. There are many, many, many multimillionaires that are working in in business, but just know they bumped their heads a lot. They failed a lot. And at first, in, 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 there's a statement that says, if at first you don't succeed, you just brush yourself off and you try it again. And so that's what I've done in this cryptocurrency space because it's new, it's changing. There's a lot of laws. I, I seek to find people to help me as much as possible. Mentorship, getting on as many calls as I can get on, listening to as many other people that are teaching the same thing as me. It is imperative that you just stay in here. You're in the right place at the right time. If you're thinking about getting into blockchain technology or cryptocurrencies or NFTs, anything in the fintech space, drones, it's just wide open for you all. So emerging technologies is where you need to be. And if you're looking for something to do during, um, you know, during some of your summer, winter and Easter breaks, Spring breaks, they're called spring breaks, not Easter breaks, but spring breaks, uh, please feel free to reach out. We do have crypto kids camps coming to a city near you, and we would love to have you in our teenage models uh, to just really understand how you can start flying drones and make a hundred bucks an hour. Like it's incredible. 
As you already know, our target audience are teens around the world who are interested in crypto. Do you have any advice you would give them about entering this industry in the future as a career? Yes, as a career. Well, first of all, as a consumer of buying cryptocurrency and things like that, let me just say, please be careful of scammers. Scammers are good. Scammers have a lot of money to pay for advertisement. So be careful what you get into. As a business owner, getting into the world of crypto, I'm telling you all the sky is the limit. So let me just give you a little taste of how far and wide this space goes. So let's just say you're saying, I want to get into cryptocurrency for the technology. We need people right now to help people build coins that are sustainable. And I mean, tokens or cryptocurrencies or stable coin, whatever they're doing, they're trying to build them. People don't know a thing about them. They don't even understand blockchain. We need more educators. We need people in this tech space to help people understand, well, you have a business and it's great that you want to do blockchain, but blockchain is not really necessary uh, because people just want to get with the newest thing. Uh, if you want to have a great thriving business, get in and start looking at NFTs. How else can you move this market? I am a firm believer that the best invention is going to come from somebody who's not yet even in this space. Because what we have was a start. But as you all come on with these brilliant minds, you're going to find better ways more efficient ways, more faster ways to do things. And I believe that you all have the answer. But let me say this, maybe you don't want to get in the tech space and you're hearing about this Bitcoin cryptocurrency thing. I will tell you as a Bitcoin business owner, I buy Bitcoin cakes. I buy Bitcoin soap. I buy Bitcoin lighters. I buy Bitcoin t-shirts. So just understand that there are different avenues in this space that are almost totally untapped. I buy Bitcoin rugs, pictures, you name it. And people are going to start buying those things as in, in trend. And so just like you can go and get, you know, all these different T-shirts with money on them and, you know, just the different things. Bitcoin is the same exact thing. And as you begin to be an entrepreneur and maybe you don't feel like you fit in the tech side, maybe you can do education. It's a big need for education, educating uh, the schools and, and teenagers such as such as what you're doing right now, Abby. And it's really, really important. It's really, really incredible. And again, as I said at the beginning, I am super proud of you as an entrepreneur, as a podcaster, as everything that you're doing is just incredible. Thank you so much. Um, do you have any advice for people who are looking to learn more about crypto, but are perhaps not completely understanding of some of the technical aspects of it? And would you, would you, how would you recommend that they learn more about blockchain specifically or crypto? So a couple of things um, are in place. So of course you all know, I have a best friend or you guys don't know that I have a best friend, but you all have a best friend of mine that you use every day. And that best friend is Google. <laughs> and I even tell my children, go Google it. Even though I know the answer, go Google it. Cause I want you all to know, Google is your friend in a lot of ways. You can get a lot of great information by just Googling a term. 
Uh, but there are some individuals that you can find on social media that are teaching about uh, cryptocurrency. The young lady that comes to mind right now is Teen Crypto. I'm sure that that is it. And um, also, I have a crypto, a Bitcoin starter kit. That's not just for adults, but it can be used for teenagers as well. Uh, if they want to send me a text message, I can then uh, send them over that teenage Bitcoin starter kit. It comes from Crypto Kids Camp and just really get them tied in so they can start to learn about blockchain and cryptocurrency uh, at most at most you know at at no cost. Yeah, I think that'd be great. I'll definitely provide a link to everything we talk about today, all the resources and stuff like that. So speaking of teenagers learning about blockchain and crypto, how did you yourself learn more about crypto and get to where you are today? I just went down this thing that everybody refers to as the rabbit hole. And I started, I couldn't get enough of content and reading and podcasts. And I just went on this binge to, to just really educate myself. And I think anybody getting into the space is going to experience that, especially when you get excited about the technology and you see what is really out there and you, you hear these stories about these teenagers and these kids making $12 million on a Saturday and a Sunday. And it's just like, you got to figure out this information and nobody's going to give it to you. You got to dig for it. So start listening to podcasts such as Abby's podcast. Make sure that you have the, the notification bells on. So every time she posts something, you get that information. Look up teenagers that are in cryptocurrency. And again, I want to caution you not to really jump on with folks that you don't know anything about because it may look good. It may, may not be the best, but look for people you can trust people that have been there for the long haul, people that have uh, uh, some good stuff to say, and they're not always trying to sell you something. Those are the individuals that you need to be looking for and learning from. Yeah. And I saw that you also work with financial literacy and a big part of cryptocurrency teens is also education, providing resource materials and teaching teens about crypto or just financial literacy in general. So could you provide some advice on financial literacy for teenagers? Yes. So advice. I would tell you to seek out to find out, first of all, how money works. So a lot of us in school were not taught how money works. We don't know. We don't know where money comes from. If they make it out of thin air, is it backed by gold? Like some of those things are important. So as you figure out and find out why cryptocurrency is so important, stuff starts to make sense. You understand that Bitcoin was is not just online money or money that was designed so that people can trade back and forth. But there is a reason like the banks have taken advantage of people for so long. The banks have taken advantage of people for so long. And cryptocurrency is an opportunity for us as people just to go without having those rules and regulations from the banks because the banks are the ones that get rich and regular everyday people stay just struggling from paycheck to paycheck and we don't want to do that anymore and so understanding how money works first is really important you may look up the evolution of money um, if you're asking me about some uh, books that you can read there's a book for teenagers and that book for teenagers 
Um, I'll get you that actual reference for the book for teenagers, but it's blockchain for teenagers. And uh, you can pick that book up on Amazon, but any books that you can get, you need to read. I know reading is not the most exciting thing, but one of the, one of the quotes that I've always lived by is if you want to hide something from somebody and you want to put a secret somewhere, put it in a book. Why is that? Because they know most of us don't read. And we're not going to be able to acquire those secrets unless we actually take the time and read. And so I'm really big on buying books, number one, reading books, number two, and understanding them. And you can even do what I call juicing. You all know what juicing is. You take a bunch of fruits and vegetables and you put it in a blender and you juice it, right? And you get just the, the, the juicy part out of it and read it. You can do that with books. You don't have to all the time read the entire book, but you can actually go through and juice it, get some of the good points from it. And if you find yourself engulfed in what it's saying, then you read more. But you, you need to start doing that a little more often, especially in today's space. Uh, and, and there are so many good books out there. Um, there's so many good books to read on Bitcoin. So that's it. Yeah, I think as a teenager myself, I can definitely understand that social media is way more appealing when it comes to getting information. And also, if I have um, free money, like additional savings, I would definitely spend it on something other than a book. But I will definitely make sure to include a list of books that you recommend for teenagers to learn more about blockchain and Bitcoin. Um, okay, do you also have any words of wisdom that you can share on saving or investing for teenagers? Uh, for saving and investing for teenagers. So one thing that I wanna share, a little philosophy that I have in my house is that you need to be a saver, you need to be an investor, and you need to be a producer. So not always the consumer. Yes, we have to buy things, but instead of buying those Nike shoes, how about you own a few shares of Nike and then when you get your dividends back because you own those shares of Nike, then you buy those Nikes with that dividend because now Nike's buying shoes for you and you're not just buying shoes for, from Nike. And so when you're investing, it's always a good thing. When I mean, what I mean by producing is think of what, what problems you see around you and then you be the one that solves that. So if in your community you have a lot of elderly people that have a hard time taking out their trash on trash day, maybe you start a trash takeout service. You've got to find something that's in your space that you can do to be a producer of a business to earn money. So then you pay yourself first by investing in different things. Cryptocurrency could be one of them, but there's so many more things that you can do. Um, to invest in, but you have to do those things. You have to learn how to save and you've got to learn to distinguish whether or not it's something you need or something you want. And we have a hard time figuring that out because that red purse looks beautiful, but do I need it or do I want it? And then you have to make a decision once you figure out if it's a want, how you're going to better spend that want. And maybe it is buying a Nike stock. So how do you buy a Nike stock? Well, you can actually get a custodial account on a site called TD Ameritrade. 
TD Ameritrade will allow your parents to open up an account for you and you can go in and buy one share of Nike, one share of Tesla, one share of Apple. We all have these iPhones. Buy yourself a share of Apple. Just one or a fractional. You know, you'll start to learn those things. It means a piece of, of, of something. So um, just go ahead and just start to save, invest, and produce. That's my words of advice for you grown, coming up and start with a business, even though you may think there's no need for it. Just start thinking of ways that you can solve problems. Other people's problems are, are great ways for you to start a business. Yeah, I think one of the things that makes me hesitant to invest would probably be losing money. So do you have any advice on how to not lose money or what to do if you do? <laughs> I wish I had a crystal ball for you, Miss Abby, but I don't. Um, what I do want to say is just check your sources really good. Even the best of us have gotten money taken from us, but you can be as safe as possible by only investing the amount of money that you can afford to lose. So let me say that again, because a lot of people hate to hear that. Only invest what you can afford to lose. That's with anything you do, because you never know how it's gonna turn out. We never knew we'd be in our houses for a year last year, looking at each other, trying to get along as a family, right? We never thought that would happen. We don't know what the future holds, but as long as you're doing something creative and constructive and you're saving, things are going to work out for you. You've got to just continue to educate yourself and understand the different markets that you're getting involved in and you'll be okay. Yeah, thank you for that really great piece of advice. So since we're almost out of time on this episode, do you have any other final thoughts that you would like to share with our listeners? No, Abby, I think you are doing an incredible job. As I said to all the listeners, please like and subscribe and follow Abby. She is a force to be reckoned with. She is awesome. And you all really need to take note of what she's doing. And I'm sure she would tell you the same thing I'm going to tell you. There is so much room out there for you to succeed just as Abby is doing right now. So take the first step. Be you. Don't let anybody take you on the path that you don't want to be on. And as my father used to tell me, look at what everybody else is doing and do the complete opposite. And I think that's what Abby's done because other people are on social media just talking crazy and doing a thing. But Abby was smart and she put it into she put she put her actions. Abby was smart. And she put her actions on this podcast. And we're very grateful for that. And to all of you teenagers out there in Miss Abby's space, know that she is someone that you should model your career after and take note. So with that, that's it for me. Thank you, Abby, for having me. Well, thank you, Naja, so much for joining us today. This has been such a pleasure and an educational and inspiring experience. I really appreciate you taking the time to do this. Thank you. You are so welcome. Have a great rest of your day, okay? You too.
Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Cryptocurrency Teens podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe on your favorite podcast app and visit the CryptocurrencyTeens.com website to find extra resources and info. See you soon. Disclaimer, the views, information, or opinions expressed during this podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of cryptocurrency teams and its staff. Second disclaimer is that this is not financial advice. The information contained in this podcast is not intended as and shall not be understood or construed as financial advice. In general, the advice offered by our guests should be general advice about the cryptocurrency industry or the blockchain industry and not specific investment advice.